Hey there, Whit. Welcome back. Hey, Allison. It's so good to hear your voice again. You too. Man, I appreciate that I get to talk to you each week. This makes it way more fun. I agree. You have a pretty good in with some gardeners around town, and that's how we came to meet our next guest. Well, we've been very fortunate to have a partnership with Clark Middle School and their limited uh, disabilities population. Uh, they grow basil and other herbs for tzatzikis as well as other people in the community. But through this partnership, I've gotten to know Jen Thomas, our guest today, and just really excited to have her on to tell her story and all the awesome things they're doing from gardening to individualized learning plans. The model they're using for these students, it just is a recipe for success. Hey Jen, we have Jen Thomas here from Clark Middle School and she is sharing about her involvement uh, with the adapted curriculum and the Clark Middle Garden they've got going on. So we are thrilled to hear more from her. Jen, would you mind telling us a little bit how you got plugged into this and how you are uh, involved with Clark Middle? About five years ago, um, through Wick Pritchard, um, you know, Wick, who's associated with Grow It, Know It, um, that's affiliated with UGA and um, athens Clark County School District, um, and the AmeriCorps VISTA program. Um, and he was the VISTA that was working at Clark Middle. And so he helped me a lot with getting the right connections on how to get the garden started. Um, he helped us with our compost and recycling program. Um, I guess it just depends on how detailed you want me to go, but we started in 2015 um, with sort of the concept of starting a sensory garden for our kids with special needs. And at the time I was kind of in touch with Good Roots, which is a nonprofit um, organization through Multiple Choices, which works with adults with um, disabilities. And so they were, um, they were, basically propagating basil and herbs at people's houses um, in remote areas, more like Madison County, Oglethorpe County. And then they kind of jumped on board with us and helped us start um, a garden with just in pots while we were building our garden. And through them and through WIC, um, we got set up with UGA's environmental design class. Um, that kind of took us on as a semester project to help um, create raised beds to be ADA specific so that wheelchairs could pull up to the garden um, and work from their chair. And um, so a whole class semester um, developed, created um, a rental system because we were having a problem with um, irrigation and flooding and erosion once we started building concrete beds. And so UGA came in, um, Chris McDowell was the professor and his whole like job was repurposing materials from like buildings that were gonna be torn down or um, I think he got something from the old Jittery Joe's. Like he had this whole field on Millage Avenue, just materials, wood, toilets. <laughs> bathtubs, like anything you could imagine he had on his property that he would just try to um, repurpose. Um, he did the work at, out at the landfill 
a like, huge artwork. And so it was his class that kind of dedicated their time to fix at least the property. And they made a rental system into a water bed and then um, helped create eight raised beds. So that's kind of how we got started. And then Wick's position changed and he um, started being ahead of the Vistas for all middle schoolers, all middle schools. And so each year we had a different Vista that kind of took on a different project with us. Um, one year we planted a pollinator garden. One year we really worked out the compost and recycling um, routine where we compost and recycle for the entire school um, after lunch. We put out bowls on every table to collect fruit and food that kids don't eat um, that can be repurposed. Um, we collect the recycling and the compost, we weigh it, and then we take out the recycling, take out the compost, we deliver the fruit and stuff to other classrooms, and then we dump the compost and clean everything. So we did that every single day. Jen, when you say we, is that the LID classroom? Correct. Um, we were in the very, very beginning sharing it with Ag Science, but it just was really difficult for a classroom to leave in the middle of the day and go do those kind of activities. And we were able to do it, so we kind of took it over. Um, and that's our adapted curriculum program. So we have four classes, and we would pick, you know, five or six a day. Could you speak just a little bit further on what the LID classroom is, the makeup of the class, some of the help that you have in that class, and I guess how you got to be a part of the LID community? Well, I um, started working at a summer camp in Athens called Project Start when I was in college, and it was a summer camp for kids with special needs, and I just completely fell in love with it, and it actually was at Clark Middle, so I feel like I've been at Clark Middle forever. Um, but this is my 14th year teaching there and our program has evolved as have our students and the garden and the sustainability mission um and so it's been really cool to be a part of of all of it really um but our adapted curriculum serves students with um mild moderate severe um, intellectual disabilities or kids with autism spectrum disorder um, so we have a huge range. Um, we have some kids with medical needs. Um, it just, it depends on the year. Our program's been two classes. Our program's been four classes. Um, so it really just depends on the needs of the students. Um, this year, we're, if we go back to school, we're going to try to rotate so that kids go to different classrooms. Um, but we work on a functional curriculum. So that means we work on functional academics daily living skills, um, vocational skills. A lot of our kids have speech language services. We have a social skills group. Um, we do a lot of cooking. That's a big thing. Again, we're just so grateful for Wick Pritchard introducing me to Jen Thomas and for all the work that Jen puts in <laughs> with her students. It's much more time consuming than a nine to five. And I can't imagine how many hours she's puts in at Clark Metal doing everything that she's described there. 
we're very fortunate that they've come to Tzatziki's on a few field trips and they've been able to come in and celebrate like a Christmas party with us and things. So I guess these last two or three years that we've been working with Clark Metal have just been very meaningful. And I think we do have a lot to look forward to, whether it's a cookbook or the garden or a coffee can or all these ideas that I just keep throwing at Jen and she says, yes. <laughs> Well, you see, it's not always easy to come to fruition. <laughs> and that's something you talked about. I mean, the garden itself took five years, probably. Yeah. And every little step of the way, I mean, we, we work on free, we work on donations, we work on volunteers. So like every little piece we can get together um, this past summer, gosh, it's crazy that it's been a year, we got a wheelchair path out to the outdoor classroom um, paved. So like every little step is, is helpful. And so, calculated that I think we've sold you over a hundred pounds of herbs. So with, what you guys are doing is you're buying herbs. Do you buy produce? What is that looking like of what this relationship is? What fresh things from this particular garden are we eating when we go to your restaurant? We've purchased a lot of different things and we bought things from Wick, Wick Pritchard uh, before Clark Garden and that's the transition we were able to do. But mostly with Clark Garden, they grow basil, which mm -hmm. we use in our tomato cucumber salad, our signature pasta, our basil pesto. So it goes, we use the fresh basil and a hundred pounds, that, that's a lot. I think you're doing pretty good there, Jen. In in the past couple of years, but I was trying, I think we've had about six or seven transactions and the the first one was the biggest one. It was like 20 pounds. That's a, that's a lot. That is a lot of basil, but, and herbs and all of that. That's incredible. I'm just so proud of what the Clark County School District is doing with their partnership with UGA. And it seems like this should be something that other schools, other communities across the nation are doing. And that's why I really wanted to have Jen here with us today to talk about all that their LID population is able to do. And just to start the process, like I really challenge these other communities and these other schools to start the process because it does take a long time to get going. Jen, what can, what can people do? How can they, one, get plugged in and help you guys. And two, if people are interested in this, what, what can they be doing to try and replicate what you've been able to do or learn from you? What are the best ways to get in touch with you to learn about this? Um, definitely email for sure. Um, I'll be checking it throughout the summer, if not every day, most, most every other day. It's Thomas J, T-H-O-M-A-S, J, at Clark k12.ga.us. Wonderful. So people can reach out to you. Are, obviously, things are a little up in the air. So getting people plugged in, volunteering, all that might be a little bit unsure at the moment, I imagine. Um, yeah. <laughs> but are there ways that people, you know, other businesses like WITS or otherwise that could figure out ways to purchase items from you or um, get, get involved with your garden and with your students? Um, yeah, I think once we figure out how the school year is going to work, I think we can definitely work out 
um, some ways to get more involved and um, have more volunteers. Um, our, our VISTA has kind of stepped up in the past um, each year um, to get UGA volunteers, to get community members out for work days. Um, and so I definitely can jump on board with with learning from, from WIC or Avista as well, because we're going to need a lot of help with the eight eds. Well, Jen, I guess I can't convey in words like how much I do appreciate our relationship and all that you do for those kids. It is amazing. And again, I think the next few years are going to be very exciting, whether it's coffee can, cookbook, and I encourage this other uh, community members, businesses, to reach out and see how you can help, whether it's donating for the swing or whether it's donating so that when they go to the grocery store to purchase these things, that they don't have to come out of their own pocket. But we're really teaching these kids life skills so that they can be independent. I love that. That's always like my, my end goal um, is for them to be sustainable learners into adulthood and to be positive contributing members of society um, with, with a job, hopefully. Um, and we have, we have a lot of students with a ton of potential to, to be in the workforce. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you for joining us to chat through this. We are so excited to have you, Jen, and not just on this podcast, but also for, to have you in this community. I love what I do. Thank you. Thanks to my co-host, Whit Richardson, and to Jen Thomas for joining us on Know Your Neighbor. You can always find other episodes at Spotify or on our website, unitedwaynega.org. We hope you'll tune in next week for our next episode. Thanks so much. Thank you.